And on a Sunday, my ticket is a one-way I'm about to play in the sky I always knew you'd make it one day Today was such a fun day Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome back to Wazi Circus Radio, a show where I sit down with the most amazing people that I've met in over a decade of professional skydiving. Why are you staring at the camera? I'm staring at you. <laughs> and my guest today is a visionary. He's an ambitious tunnel instructor turned swooper who gave me unlimited access to a helicopter. Get the fuck out of here, son. You should be jealous, man. 1,700 skydives, five years in the sport, 40 DZs. Uh, 20 U.S. tunnels and five international tunnels. You think you're driven? Uh, today's guest is the founder of Ghost Squad, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Eric Michael Jackson. Yeah, Ghost Squad, baby. What up, man? What up, brother? Dude, I'm How so you doing? excited that you're here. I was Thank so you. excited you were fucking coming, man. I-, I wanted to be here for a while. It's just been busy. Oh, you're always fucking busy, man. Uh, Traveling the world, super shit, <laughs> jumping out of shit. Trying to. How's the life? How's the life feel deep down? inside uh honestly i've been reflecting on life i, I have a birthday coming up day after tomorrow sweet so, happy birthday let me be you. the first thank you i'll be uh 33 now so i'm actually uh, starting to show my age all right on the, the year of our lord yeah christ was 33 that's right he be was careful <laughs> hope nobody hangs me up anything <laughs> <laughs> bad right now <laughs> but it's it's been good i've been reflecting on life and i'm definitely happy with where i'm at i can't wait to see where i'm at 10 years from today because it's going to be here fast. That's what I realized. Time is time goes fast. You know? Especially when you're doing what you love. If yeah. I was just sitting around doing nothing, man, it would be forever, right? But right. you get it trying to do all this great stuff and time just disappears. So Yo, you don't know what you're saying is like, yo, for real, shit's moving fast when it's fun. Yeah, it is. And you're like, hold on, I'm reflecting right now. Because yeah. like you're not gonna reflect again. Like you gotta hold the brakes. Oh shit, my birthday. Wow, this is crazy. Here we go. Yeah, exactly. You know I'll reflect at forty three. Yeah, that's how it's going to Another be. 10 years, I'll look back. So, so man, I, I, um, I've been dealing with this on skydives lately. I don't savor them enough. I just knock them out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Knock them out, hook it up, swoop. You saw that shit? Cool, let's go pack. That was a cool video. Done. It's done. It's done. It doesn't even exist anymore. Right? That luster starts to not be there like it was when you first started. We're, we're not savoring them. Yeah, we're, we're, not just, savoring we're just them. doing them. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? Like, I, fuck you, you, you too. You're like knocking them out back to back, back mm-hmm. to back. You're rocking all the time. How and many jumps you made it. this year? When it's when it's not perfect, I'll get real judgmental about my own yeah. job, but I should be yeah. enjoying it either way. Right, this right. year, uh, oh man, it's hard to say. Uh, in between six hundred and seventy to seven hundred and something, depending on. How many times I got on that plane without being manifested? And right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right, know. right, right. Hey, um, we mentioned this on a prior show. And when you get to a higher level, I mean, external instructor, you can shred freely. It's not even yeah. a shred. It's like you can fly. All angles, all axes, it doesn't matter. Right. It's without thought. Right, I've flown with you. It's all good. Um, when we land, that might have been the greatest skydive of that dude's life, right? No matter, I mean, for us, it's like, fuck, man, I had to pay for that or whatever, and it didn't work out sometimes. Right. And, man, we said you should be there, and you were over there, man. Right? Yeah. Like, hold on, slot specific. We we walked this, you could do all that. But the guy that didn't even make it in, 
and right. we're struggling. Dude, it was the greatest skydive he'd ever been on. And then if we walk in, we're like, ah, oh, man, it didn't work. Right. Crush a dream, son. You got to be very, it's delicate, man. The landing area is delicate. It's like porcelain walking across that thing. Um, AFF teaches that you should wait till they get inside, get the rig off, get mm-hmm. a drink of water. Finish the skydive. And then, yeah, yeah, finish the skydive. And then, hey, man. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> right, right. You, know if you got a problem or if they right, didn't right. buy their slot. Or... Right, right. But, you but you know, it so, often, it so often happens in the landing area. And that's that's thievery. That's like burglary. Like there's somebody from celebrating in their soul and you walk up and take it. Yeah. Right with your... Right? And you're about to do 15 more? Who gives a fuck about that one then, dude? Be a, Don't be a dick, right? Like it's my deal too. It's my deal too. Because I'm jumping, jumping, jumping. I'm like... People hear me say, man, I'm not paying to watch you skydive because I don't want to, right? <laughs> I don't want to watch you try. You know, when I go on a jump, I still try to, oh, it's hard. It's hard to put on you that make a good point. Face. I saw PD, you know, PD puts out awesome videos on the Tuesday oh, the tip. shout out, tip, PD. Tip, tip Tuesday. There's a Tip Tuesday on fucking PD? Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, you got Bo, a couple other people. So Bo and another guy, a couple other people out there. But somebody did one on uh, jobs on etiquette recently. Sweet. And about approaching people and how to approach people and not being a complete dick, you know? And Good I was just recently at Z Hills, and we uh, we had no wins at the end of the day. Zebra Hills, Florida. Shout out Skydive City. Yeah, great place. They yeah. need to fill their pond, though. You like to break a leg on the thing as well right now. Oh, right on. But yeah, right, okay. <laughs> so out there having a great time and uh, realized that there was no wind. Last little of the day, somebody went and changed the directional arrow so that we could hit the pond and everyone could swoop. There's a lot of uh, uh, smaller, higher wing-loaded canopies some, on this show. talent on the drop some talent, But there's a few tandems as well. And a tandem instructor didn't know it had changed. A few people didn't know. Oh, no. And it upset some people. And one person went in, uh, you know, completely downwind or what you, if there was no wind. But the wrong way from where we were all going. And all the swoopers got swooped. Well, luckily, this isn't my drop zone, so I had nothing <laughs> to do with it. got to swoop. Yeah. I had, <laughs> only 90s. It was 90s right, across yeah, the yeah, pond. Yeah. But the pond is, if you go to Z Hills, the pond is in the middle of the landing area. Yeah. And uh, on one side of the pond is a giant, it looks like my house. It's got a uh, the gauntlet, like a, a dangerous area, right? Yeah. So it's got a huge fireplace, um, some bricks and stuff set out right. in cars. So if you ever turn low there, you're pretty much screwed. Right. Because you only hit the pond from one direction. So right, going out over in, the buildings, over yeah, the deck. You, yeah, you got to come over that deck and go yeah. right by right by the fire pits and all the. Ooh, they homes. built that shit for spectators, yeah. baby. Right, that <laughs> shit's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so going down there and uh, having fun on last load, and we come into pack, and this guy comes in and loses it on us, yelling, "Who changed the uh, landing area?" And somebody was like, "Well, we changed it." It was m- multiple people, but people that were from there, and it was a big deal. But it wasn't a, a big deal about that they had changed or about that they were upset that it had been changed. The big deal was how his approach was. No one liked how he came in and, and was uh, untactful, right? Right, so right, right. So drops of etiquette is just, uh, right, right, right. just something that, just like in the landing area, and stealing from somebody's somebody's jump. You know, let them finish the jump. The jump's not over until the rig comes off. It's on the drop. It's on the floor, and they're ready to be packed. Right. Uh, that's when the skydive's over, and give them that full time, as you're Man. saying. You you got a good point, and that dude may have had a fucking point. But here's the deal. Uh, I can't even take it. So, yeah, okay. If he would have came in and been like, hey, guys, you confused us with that. It should have been clearer on the plane or in the loading area that we've changed the arrow. That won't happen next time, but, you know, it put us in a bad position. Did the Tandem Master go down wind? Uh, no, it wasn't the Tandem Master went down wind. You know why? Because they look at the fucking wind side. Yeah, they looked at everything. (laughs) 
They look at the fucking windsock and they notice that, hey, those guys landing that way are all spinning at the fucking ground. And going across. So what are you doing? Yeah. That that's that you know he was a jackass at the first place, son. So that's there's no val- validity in that. In I mean, come on, man. Yeah, they changed the arrow. Who needs an arrow? How many jumps you got, player? Right, follow, follow the first man down. So, and- so if y'all don't know, man, look at the pond. See which way the wind's blowing. Look at the fucking I don't know smoke in the distance. You don't need an arrow. Yeah, you don't. You really right? don't. But if uh, if the drop zone is really depicted on the direction of the arrow as to where everyone can go, if the arrow changes, that means that at that drop zone, you don't yeah. worry about that. You look directly at that arrow. Every time you come down from 1,000 right. feet or lower, you look your eyes at the arrow and say, where do I need to be? So my old DZO banned that shit. He's like, what are you going to do when you go somewhere else? And there's yeah. no fucking arrow. You just go fly away. That's what he's like, you just going to go fly away somewhere in land? <laughs> like no, nah, learn how to fly your shit, man. Yeah, exactly. All right, but uh, that's not your fault if you got taught with the arrow. Yo, we had paddles. Do you know what I mean about that? If the radio fails, we're supposed to run in the field with two big orange paddles, like right turn, left turn, Whoa. flare, and we teach it in the classroom. It was required back in the day, dog. It was crazy. When did when did you start again? Uh, two thousand May fifth, two thousand five, five five five. Wow. Yeah, dog. Uh, At least I was out of high school, so we're close to the that young. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, you've lived a fucking rad life up leading up into this. Yeah, I have. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, so I'm happy with my life, actually. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, my it. scruffy little brother, man. Yeah. I like, I like how you just get after shit, and if it's Thank fun, you. you're gonna go pursue it. Yep. Be good at it. See who's the best. At least try. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what were you doing before this? Any competitive sports or anything? Uh, so what was your childhood like, man? Back in the day in Page, Page, Page Texas. Texas. Oh man! <laughs> so <laughs> it's got about fucking how many people are in Page, Texas? You uh, think? Maybe thirteen hundred uh, over this over several hundred square miles. How many high, how many high schools were there? Uh, none. You didn't go to high school in your own town? Not, no, not my own hometown. Bastrop was the closest, and uh, I was homeschooled leading up into high school, and then I went to actual high school. In Bastrop? In Bastrop, Because there's yeah. no there's no school in Page? No, there's drive your tractor to school day kind of thing, you know? It's like, yeah, bring your favorite farm equipment. So what do you do for fun as a fucking 10-year-old in Page, Texas? Oh, man. So uh, definitely ride dirt bikes. Always raised dirt on a track. Bikes. My parents yeah. uh, ended up being part Arnos over track, so I could ride a lot. Uh, rode horses a lot, shot a lot of guns. I know we got a lot Texas. of people who don't like guns, but just Texas things, you know, shooting guns, going hunting, fishing. My dad fished all the time. Yeah, your dad's fucking rad. He is rad. That is one of the coolest people in the, the world. That is the coolest chill motherfucker. Yeah. Always has a smile on the hood. Oh, dude, he's shit. so happy. Yeah, man. He's like he me. Is. He's, he's fucking life. stoked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So were you raising dogs as a child? I, I just, just dogs I got randomly, but... Just <laughs> <laughs> Page Texas dogs. <laughs> oh, uh, so I started. I guess I guess Page is mainly where I've been. Where I've been. Yeah. So how did you get into the pit bulls? Man, so I've always loved them since I was a kid. And when I was eighteen or nineteen, I got my first dog, and uh, his name was Rocket. I had Rocket for a long time. Then I had Nico, and after Nico, I didn't have dogs for the past almost ten years. And then I finally decided if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna go for ABKC registered. XL bullies get some big, beautiful big. registered dogs. Do we have any dogs? Hell, oh, man, man, dogs are amazing. Those dogs look yeah. like bodybuilding. They do zombie they? killers. <laughs> Holy fuck! Kale's now, uh, now uh, ninety six pounds. We just got him weighed the other day, getting his feet clipped, and Venus is ninety five pounds. So they're they're pretty big. 
But it, short, you know, only only twenty inches and twenty two inches tall. They're fucking swole monsters, yeah, they dude. Really they're are. like a dog out of your. If you're scared of dogs, this will be the scariest dog <laughs> you've ever seen in your they're life. They're pretty scary, but they're super. Well, they're sweet. super sweet. Yeah. Oh, I'll put them in a headlock yeah. and kiss his face. Yeah, and my dogs all are day. Like, the, their biggest fear is wind. The sound of wind makes my dogs army crawl. They'll army crawl and go to the bathroom. And then just keep army crawling back to the house. Just wind? You know? Yeah, I don't like wind. That's some weird inbreed yeah. shit. <laughs> Something, <laughs> I guess. Something. <laughs> That's some I don't shit know where it They don't like the wind. If it's if there's no wind, they're all good. Oh man. Um. So okay. So you didn't get the dog so you were in high school. It's not like something your dad did. No, the, no. Because uh, the breed looks like you guys. It's a family tradition. So I bought so... them from a, a family who's been doing it for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I got into. It. I recently got into it three years ago. Bought my dogs. Okay, and that's probably I when just, I met you. Is about three yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. When did three you start telling instructing? Uh, 2015. The end of 2015. All okay, of us. 16, 17. So where did you do your FITP? I did my FITP Houston with let's see Jay Venendal. Jay, uh, fucking shout out to Jay. Uh, let's see Marlon Mahoney, of course. Shout uh-huh. out to Marlon. Marlon, shout out to Marlon. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, Marlon's uh, a shit. I just saw him the other day, man. Dude, he's got one of my pups. Yeah, so he's fuck yeah, I want to pull up. There's one of them. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, there you go. There's a, that's the first pick male right there. That's the male. That was the first pick. Yeah, that's the first See, pick. See, first male. pick. So, man, I didn't understand this until you explained it to me. So, explain first pick, second pick, third pick, and please give me the prices on these dogs. They're, they get up there. So, yeah, ghetto, man. Our dogs cost $35 out of the, uh, the shelter. <laughs> <laughs> they get shots and shit. They're neutered. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like a package deal. Yeah, so we ain't got no fucking $3,500 dogs. You're really paying for temperament. That's really what it comes down to when you mm. when you get into that level of dog. But, uh, yeah, they, they can be used for t- protective. That dog is actually a registered service dog. Uh, so this guy was a military guy. He, he was in Iraq and Afghanistan. He served for our country, and he suffers from PTSD, and that dog has been through extensive training. Right, he put, he put more money into the training than he did for the, what he paid for the dog, and he right. paid a pretty good amount for the dog. Right, right. Um, so you said the puppies go for what? What's, okay. Uh, so it basically pick, starts for pick. mine. It, you know, you have to pick on the on the person and, and the breed and the specific dogs you get. So it's going to be different for every every set you breed, right? But for my set, uh, I had a really good temperament. I felt like they went really well. Venus and Kale worked really well together. When the puppies came out, I had eight. So I do. I have four males, four females. There's the same amount of both. Uh, both sex, and uh, it's twenty five hundred for first pick, two thousand for second pick, uh, eighteen hundred for third pick, and fifteen hundred for fourth pick. Okay, so and, and the pick down. you don't choose the pick. See, you can. You, so, so basically, no, I mean, you personally, I personally, I don't. Pick no, it, no, so, so yeah. you say, hey, there's eight of them. You get first pick out of the eight. Right, but uh, I try to do it since there's an even number. If there's not an even number, it's a little different. But if you have an even number of males and females, then I say, okay. First pick female through last pick female. First pick male through last pick male. Okay. And then you come and say, I want first pick male. So I already know that you're going to get, out of these four dogs, one of them, the first one's going to you. Right. Can you tell which one's going to go first, or is it different for every person? I, so what I what I think people are going to pick on, because I go off of color, because I already know that the breed is going to make them big later on. It doesn't matter yeah. what they generally look like. It does have a lot to do with what they're going to look like later, but a dog can change drastically. So I've seen where the dogs, you know, look amazing little, and then when they get bigger, the smaller runter one ended up being the gigantic, huge monster, right? So really, oh yeah, the and then the, the one that was the biggest one just kind of 
just was big as a puppy and then he was stealing food and now he got split from his brothers and they're all getting the same amount of food so he's just back to normal uh, and it just depends on how their their how their mind is so i'd rather pick the one off of how their temperament and their mind is and then hope that their body grows into it because i already know the breed's going to be good right versus picking the perfect body and he might be the one who's more aggressive and won't share food or won't be cool with other you know Man, when you're, next, dogs. when you're next to these dogs, it's like, holy shit. <laughs> it really is. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like fucking jujitsu masters yeah. in a cage, like, just looking at you. But they're sweet. It's fucking amazing. Total teddy bears. But I, lo- I love being able to work with them, see them get trained, uh, see them be, you know, somebody's best friend, be able to travel with somebody and know that they're going to be obedient, not destroy your shit. Right. They don't have that uh, really pit bull drive where they can take a shoe and just turn it into mush because they worked on it for 12 hours. My dog gets lazy. <laughs> oh, man, our fucking last couple of dogs have shredded every piece of anything on the floor, including cell phones and car keys. Like, no, oh, the worst. Uh, the worst. Now car keys cost hell. A couple hundred bucks. Like yeah, a damn car yeah. payment. So did you grow up hunting like as a staple? Did you guys eat a lot of live game? Uh, so my parents were always a part of the NRA. Uh, yep. I ended up working for the NRA when I was in my late or late teens, early 20s. I started to work for the NRA and was a... Uh, instructor for them taught some classes sweet Uh, so they're pretty great to work with and yeah i grew up with just going to you know boy scouts going to hunting club courses and having to shoot my first deer and cry about it and my dad saved it on his voicemail he wasn't there so i called and left him a voicemail that dad i shot my first deer and he kept that on his voicemail for that but he's so proud i think i was uh 12 or 13 had to have a cell phone on me this is back in the day bro and i had like a big old block phone you know right right, you know, right screens and stuff just buttons right right that's <laughs> dope man that dope. And, he, and he kept it oh yeah he kept it for a long time man yeah. your dad's an interesting dude he really is antique dealer uh memorabilia collector uh, dude to say to put it lightly this cat has a um he bought a bar that's right. And brought it to his house. Yeah, a huge bar. An old bar. If anybody's been to Ghost Squad, they've partied at that bar. We partied at fucking hard at that uh, bar. That bar is dope, man. Really it just, I, I mean, pulling up to that shit, the old, I mean, it's wood. It's thick. It's crazy oak. Is it oak? It's wood. I, yeah, I don't I know what it is. Like it's intricate. And it's huge. And you can feel like a pistol in your hip leaning against <laughs> horses outside. Give me a whiskey. It's been a long ride, motherfucker. Dude's in the corner playing the fucking thing, you know? Yeah, it's like right. one of those fucking yeah. bars, and it's real, and he has that at the house. So 1800s, uh, early early Texas memorabilia is built like uh, 11 years after Texas became a state, and their home was gifted to them for their time, the owner's time served in the Civil War. So okay. it's a plantation home. It's from, you know, the first start of Texas. It's it's original. Yeah. Uh, second oldest home in Bastrop County. Holy shit. Pretty cool. Yeah. That is pretty fucking cool, yeah, man. I've swooped the shit out of the motherfucker palm trees. <laughs> yeah, who has a palm tree in the middle of Texas, right? <laughs> Only my dad is like, my, my mom must have asked to go on vacation or something, and he was like, "Oh, girl, get your palm tree right there. You go sit outside that palm tree, and we have, we have all the sun you need." You know? <laughs> I get your palm tree. I, I see it now. That's what happened. Oh, that's fucking fun, man. Hey, so um. Five international tunnels. <laughs> I got you. I got tunnels, you. tunnels. Five international yeah. tunnels. Um, give me a couple countries. Uh, let's see. Uh, Germany, uh-huh. Spain. Definitely. This, you got a couple good good tunnels that I really enjoy. 
Right, um, I'd have to say. What's Germany? What's Germany? Is that Fly Spot? That's Fly Spot. And Fly, actually, Fly Spot and Fly Station, but the one I, my favorite is Munich, Fly Station. Got our boy Nick over there. Nick Schweiger. No, no, no what's his last name? Uh, not Riedel. Riedel, yeah, Nick Riedel. Riedel Sorry, Juice. Riedel, Riedel Juice, that Riedel long Riedel hair. Juice. Yeah, dude, I just saw Riedel Juice. That Jesus hair. I just saw Riedel Juice. Where, dude, that's oh, Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. He came home to Texas. Uh, <laughs> hey, he came home to Texas to, uh, that was your phone. Uh, he came home to Texas to drive tractors and shoot guns for a little bit before he went back to Germany. Yo, that cat, um, just like uh, Timmy Hunkler, fucking Nick Flo, Alan Sparks, uh, yep. Eric Robin, the band crew. These are instructors that have like given up on fucking rent, right? That's right. They Living work in the tunnel. Van. They live in their vans. They live at the beach. They That's surf. Right. I mean, they shower, surf, hang out, go to work, no rent, stack loot. That's right. So Riedel came in, and he was like, yo, I'm a hobo on two continents now because he has a van over there in fucking, is he in, he's in Germany. He's in Germany. He's yeah. in Munich. Yeah. He's in Munich. So he's he's a, got a beautiful van. Yeah, he lives in a dope van there and he has a dope van here in Texas that he drove from San Diego. Dude. Dude, it, what a life the fucking tunnel just offers you. It's true. If you if you do it right, it will offer you the best experience ever, but you have to do it right. Right, yeah. You know, it, a lot of people complain that the tunnel's not, doesn't work for them or that it's it's not the best, but dude, you can't go there and go have a Mercedes payment, and I mean you can if you're if you're coaching a lot, but if, if you're, you're really not, your ass, you, yeah, you know yeah. if you're really if you just want a general job to work there and be a badass in the sky and learn some tunnel stuff, then sit back, eat ramen noodles, yeah, and live in a freaking van, and you're gonna love your life. Right. Well, Nick Riedel, sorry, I know you don't eat ramen noodles. That dude's over here eating no, Whole no, Foods no. and stuff. Dude, I, I gotta have Riedel on the show next time he's in the country. Oh, dude, I love that hey, kid. I've got a photo in my at my house of him. He's like 15 years old, 16, and he has a chicken in his hands, and he's from the KFC. He's saying, like, meets murder. Or <laughs> oh Just pure Austin hippie like, oh, to the fucking fullest, man. Love that kid. God, I love Riedel, man. Yeah. So, um, Thank you. what tunnel did you start at? I started, so my first time ever flying in the tunnel, uh, I had heard from Jason David Frank. That JDF, shout JDF. out fucking JDF, we love baby. JDF. Love Jason. Man. So he was at, a, he and his wife were going to Colorado. So the first time I ever flew, I had stopped in Colorado for a job, and I did like eight minutes there just to try to see what it was like. And then I decided to start skydiving, and John Barry, shout out to John Barry. Shout out John. Is he yeah. still, is, what is he? He's, he's he in Saipan, Saipan or something. Oh, yeah, he's making drugs like, making loot. Yeah, That's he's what he's loot. doing. He's, he's skydiving his ass off. Second, yeah, second stacking dope, man. He's killing Hand him. cams for 120 or something. Something crazy. Insane. Something crazy. He didn't pay like $100 a jump. 130 a jump. Yeah, doing like a hundred jumps a month, ten thousand dollars a month. Like. <laughs> no bills, yeah, eating fish and shit. Yeah, flip flops. You know he's not him. even rubber band. It's tied almost like some bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> bamboo. <laughs> Just sandals. get out of the plane in the morning. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. We skydive all day. Saipan. That's wrong. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, dude, uh, honestly, <laughs> from what I've checked out, Saipan. I need to go visit Saipan. It's uh, it's full of tourists. It's full of people right visiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All kind of just you know. When people think America's the only one to freedom, I just want to be like, dude, you need to travel. Yeah, get the fuck out of yeah. here, right? A lot of places got some cool shit going on, dude. Right on, right on, right on. So, uh, first tunnel flight, John Barry. First in tunnel flight, Colorado? John Barry. No, no, no. So, uh, first tunnel flight, Colorado. And then uh, I decided to get into skydiving. And my mom said, I got this friend. His name's John Barry. Uh, his, my mom's Houston. really good friends with his mom. And so she sends me out there to go skydive with him. He teaches me my ground school. So, he te- sends you where? 
Uh, since been to Houston, uh, Skydive Space Land, Houston, yeah. the headquarters. The head, yeah, the the mothership. Mm-hmm. We call it. Yeah, it's definitely the mothership. Definitely and, the mothership. Uh, birth and beautiful people, amazing, amazing artists. But it's it's just a huge place now, man. It's not it's not like it was five years ago. It's it's grown five, six holy drop zones now. Shit, like, yeah, shit. it's 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 yeah. I flyed out, man. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, you, went you there skydiving before tunnel. Yeah, I done tunnel time before uh, skydiving. Okay, with how just much? The, just the eight minutes. Eight minutes, and, and that's what kind of sparked me being like, okay, Who was your maybe instructor I'll do this. in Colorado. I, I really want to know. I still can't figure it out. It's been years. It wasn't Mike Silva. Probably. Oh, dude, if it was Mike Silva, yeah, I know, I know. Actually, shout out Mikey. Yeah, shout, that's what I was about to say. Can we give a shout out to to Mike Silva? The whole Denver crew, they're the fucking beast dude, in the industry, dude. Uh, They've always see, been the beast. We've got a. Uh, uh, Mickey, Mickey Holy Nuttle, shit, yeah, wow. Zach Sable, Zach, fucking Kiwi, yeah, uh, Josh Evans. Hey, man. Josh, what's yeah, up, dude? Yeah. Hey, the whole crew that was in Chicago at the Rosemont Rumble, fuck, man. There's a lot of flyers out of Denver, man. They're competing yeah, too. They I got good, to chill with flyers. them in Chicago. Yeah, it's super I, dope. I noticed that. Uh, Mike Silva got in a tight suit recently. Yeah, he did. That? He did. Those those old school tunnel flyers come in at a hundred percent and throw the same flip twist. We're all trying to do at like eighty nine percent and all this yep. stuff. And a baggy suit and just rip it and stay at the net and then go back up and. Yep. But you know, have you have you flown? Okay, have you flown in Denver since you've been good? No, no. it's nuts. Because it's so weird with that. It's one nuts. Wall thing. Oh, well, dude, the whole thing's nuts. When you blast up into the diffuser. You're looking down into this like little circle of light because their diffusers are black, so you're in space, oh, and the only thing that's lit is the little ass tunnel below you, and you've got to aim because it diffuses a lot. So like you can bounce off the fucking sides, man. It's yeah, it's a up, crazy man. tunnel, dog. But we love it, man. My kids flew there for the first time. Well, Legend did, yeah, the Denver tunnel. Wow. So. First skydives in Houston. First skydives in Houston with John Barry. John Barry uh, helped me graduate. There was actually, uh, we lost somebody. My first solo skydive, which was with uh, JV Nadal. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Woody. When Woody passed away in 2013. That's he was, was on that load? Yeah, he was on that load. They were doing Texas 20 ways. Right. And we got our own pass. And right. then they went. And uh, yeah, that happened with me in the field. And wow. So I what didn't happened? I really comprehend. Uh, so, from my understanding, uh, he Heart had a low or pull or something. Oh, was it? Uh, it was pretty low. Apparently, they're in Texas 20 ways. And this is before USPA had a right, 2500 right, right, right. It was 2000. And then uh, he didn't have an RSL and he couldn't find his. I guess he had already loosened his chest strap when he went to Pop Toggles and got some, some kind of whatever happened to him. So, okay. we need to look it up. So I can be more specific to his, we uh, do, his personal because story. But, I, but I, I do know thought that. it had something to do with like a heart attack or something. And that's why. I know. Uh, Woody. Yeah. Woody. I remember the memorial. Fuck. I, I just did 20 ways two weeks ago. The Texas 20 ways. Yeah, that's what I was it was just for. Like a week or two ago. Yeah. Um, we, we built the 41 for George Bush. That's right, you did. Oh, yeah, man, up in I Scott saw that. Spaceland San news. Marcos. Yeah, it was on the news and shit. It was pretty awesome. fucking cool. Spaceland's always letting cool hey, stuff. Man, out rest in peace, Woody, man. Yeah, rest Love in peace to the fam. It's it's tough to lose so that was us. My first one, and I almost never wanted to skydive again, of course, because I was like, oh, okay, there's a sign, like I can't do this. And then everybody uh, needs a sign. People use the fucking wind for a sign. It was <laughs> cloudy that day. I should never skydive. God said no. Yeah, Push shit, son. <laughs> I, uh, what did I do? I probably shouldn't put this. All right, so. I'll just I'll just say a good portion of it. Okay. So Liz, shout out to little Liz over there at the job zone. She's been there forever. She took me to the car, had a talk with me, and uh, I went home, 
came back the next day and continued to skydive and Good. never gave it up. My gave up my dream. Liz, who do you remember? Uh, camera. Fire, I'm sorry to Liz. put you on that. Liz in Spaceland. Spaceland. Hey, Liz, Liz, you saved a skydiver's life with your fucking talk. Hey Get guys, that's some real shit, sure. man. That's some real shit. Yeah. Like, hey, you see somebody down? They had a rough landing. Something. Man, they yeah. may never come back. That's they so may true. never come back. And you can save a skydiver's life with some positive yeah. encouragement. I know I'm not the best at it, dog, but I was saying, like, you know, yeah, really. my etiquette's getting better, and I love you guys. Um, if I scream at you, it's because I think you're going to kill yourself. But that, that's wrong, too, because you can run them off. I mean, it's a sensitive thing. They're like little birds, They're like little baby birds. Especially you, when they're baby birds. Yeah, you know. When you, you get kind of more seasoned. Uh, you're so attached to the sport that the, the place that you get dropped out of and the place who's running the spot doesn't really come to matter anymore. Right. Those people think they have a lot of say so to you or whatever, but really in the in the real run, you could ban me from every drop zone in the state. I just move out of state. But yeah, you get something like You know what I mean? Fucking one. But hopefully, I mean, if you're getting banned from every drop zone, hopefully you're not going to my drop zone. (laughs) Yeah, you must be a dick. dick. Something wrong with you. Well, here's the thing that people think the sky over the drop zone they learned at is the only safe sky on earth, and everywhere else is fucked. No, everywhere else is exactly the. It's exactly the same. Now the planes are different, you know maintenance and shit but other than that man as soon as you let go of that aircraft it's it's you you're free you're There's good two things i think should be a requirement landing off i think you should be required to get your license you have to 100%. do a land off landing uh and then get yourself back to the drop zone whether that entails you taking your <laughs> cell phone and using right. the button from uh uh what is it uh our drop zone what is it called the uh app we all use burble burble if you go to burble by the way i don't know if you always all know this you carry your phone and you get hurt in a skydive and you land off and you got a broken legs and you need help. There's a help button on Burbo you can hit and it'll bring help and signal help to, to the manifest. That's through the manifest. Yeah. On, oh, on that's Burble, dope. On I didn't know that. Yeah. So they say keep your phone, save a life because it's supposed to, you can hit Burbo and it'll say, no, I'm fine. I can, I can walk back. No, I'm fine. I need a ride. Right. No, right. I'm not fine. I'm injured. No, I'm not fine. Send emergency help. Good and there's job, a, there's a Burble. GPS on it and it'll keep up with you. Right. So. Good Whether job, the student burble. lands off and uses their burble to communicate with you and tell you, or they just land off and they have to freaking walk back and then get a ride back or somebody's out looking for them. I think people, it sounds crazy, but I think you sh- if you make people go to a pool, pay time to get a wet rig on, jump in the water and swim underneath it while you walk across with it, and that's supposed to be a certification or like something for water landings, then they should for sure be landing off somewhere within a mile of the DZ and having to walk back. I think that should be a requirement. And I think you have to do a downwind lander and not tumble through your freaking. Oh, you have to get it. Yeah, you have to get it. <laughs> you have to force them to get yeah, it. Yeah, so they need to like either learn how to lean back and slide it out. Hey, because people got to do them. They got to do them for the canopy course, but you got to stick it. For the canopy course. That's a lot of, that's a lot of risk. It. I wanted to lean, lean that's back. That's a lot. I know. Lean back. <laughs> lean <laughs> back. Hey, <Whoa>. schwack. <laughs> Dude, the face dragon scorpion oh. look is just oh, so it's bad. It's not good. It's so. not good. Hey, so. On, on the first, I tell all my students, yeah, you're a skydiver, but until you've landed off, you're you're not a parachutist yet. You're just a skydiver. Right. You're not a parachutist. You're not flying shit. You got a mowed field with people and beer to land at. Oh, yeah. good for you. You did it. You know what right. I mean? But you need to make that decision. Power lines, barbed wire fences, trees, water, road. Fuck. Yep. What am I going to do? And you make it and you... You complete that accurately and you walk away. There's pride. You're yeah, like, motherfucker, I can land anywhere on earth. 
Hey, uh, base jumpers say, you know what? You know how much space you need to base jump? They'll hold up a shoe that much. That's all I need oh, to land, man. son. That's all I, I need right there. Man, <laughs> you good. know what I mean? But you're not going to get that kind of attitude until you've been forced in that position yeah. to be, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? Very true. And then you pull it off like a beast. You know what I mean? What was the second one? What was the second one? Oh, the, the downwind, Downwinders, son. Which, yeah. Hey, I, I, okay, I'll agree with you on this. If you're going to downsize from your canopy, if you're going to buy a different size canopy, switching brands, fine. But if you're going down, I don't care if it's a half inch, show me you can downwind land that motherfucker. Show me you can land it on rears and show me like a fucking front riser 90 or something. Don't Don't just... Be toggling in like I want to go faster. That's Correct. ridiculous. You got to learn how to fly your fucking parachute. I, I uh, you know, you got to let a lot of people do what they're going to do. You just, no, you it's can't. Just they get hurt. Like, they get hurt. Well, they get hurt bad. This, 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 let me hear me out. Okay. So you got to let people do what they're going to do when it comes to some people are going to toggle whip and only use toggles. And you say, hey, you know, like those are, those are for your flare. Like you don't need to fly with those. They're like, oh, I did a high pull today, and I held my toggle down, and I did as many spirals as I could. Like, great for you, but you know, they don't know about rear risers. They don't know about front risers. But you don't want to introduce somebody wrongly because I've also seen people completely be like, oh, he said, don't worry about them toggles. Tog- <laughs> they just let go of the damn toggles. They grab the damn rears and they're like, yeah, he said, do it like this. And they're like, well, why'd you crash so hard? Well, I wouldn't hold the toggles. Well, who told you that? Well, this guy, uh, Michael, Michael Eric, Jackson. Yeah, Michael Jackson. They were telling me. Uh, don't hold on to the toggle. It's like I never said don't hold on to them. Yeah. Right? I, oh, that's crazy. You never know what's getting across. You just never know what's you coming across. You never know what's coming across and how they're gonna interpret what you're going at. So, dude, oh my. You God. almost, I almost gotta like, as long as it's not super dangerous, I'm not saying shit because they're already on their, they're already, they're making their path. If they're interested in swooping and they're like, hey, my swoop looks really bad. I keep toggling the whole swoop. I'm like, okay, well you don't swoop oh, with the toggle. Yeah, right, right. But if they're just generally flying, I just kind of leave it alone because. I feel like any my luck they're gonna forget to hold their toggles and just swoop in and you know, he said do a two seventy like oh, did I say that or oh shit oh. that is <laughs> he said to do it too you said to do it you said to follow you yeah. just no. go for it like no I can't say that anymore you know? oh that's so yeah. funny man I've seen your progression you're swooping. Finally, You're right? Fucking like, swooping. Oh, finally. Hey, if you guys have seen the commercial from earlier in the uh, season, there's a guy that uh, hooks a big fat 180 into the ground. Hey, that was a 270 in the ground. <laughs> okay, it was a 270. <laughs> excuse me. Yo, I, that I is made a fu- the, oh. I made it into the straight line of that. Hey, we watched that video over and over. I had you hit the ground over and over. You're like, yeah, boom, oh shit. <laughs> it's really surprising how resilient my body is. Like, dude, I came off of that ground like nothing. Well, you're young. I messed my foot up, but uh, I had a pretty resilient. Like, Yo, your fucking leg was scraped <laughs> and fucking like meat. Cellular damage to my <laughs> cells. I with oh my, my ass, God. ass to foot to earth. Yeah. Hey, but um. Yeah, guys, when when you think you're low, you're low. You're low. You're fucking low. You made a mm. mistake. Toggle late. Mm. Flare low, all that. Yeah, hey, I could, I could tell you thought you were gonna make it, man. I, it's down I there. did. I was like, I got it. Hey, oh, you I turned. You're like, yeah, rears. No. You, you know what's really funny about that side picture that oh. people ask me, like, you know, when you start swooping, like people talk about side picture. That's it, right there. When I first started. I didn't know what it was, bottom. right? Uh huh. Side picture. Side okay. picture is like 
the same thing is if you're doing a two mile landing off for your for your canopy course, they say, look at the DZ. If the DZ is rising up, right. you're not going to make it. If right. the DZ is sinking down, you're going to make it to the DZ, right? Right. So it's the same thing. You come out of the last turn and you're on. You've done the last <laughs> ninety, and you look at it where you're going. If it looks like the ground is coming up <laughs> faster than it's the ground coming is coming up. to you, you're going to fucking bounce. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the sight picture. Hey, it's that moment, too. It's that moment you come out of that turn like, yeah, no. Yes, it is exactly. Right. Because no. it could work. It could have worked. It could have fucking worked. Let me tell you. is the difference. And man. I know you're a fucking fan of the FX and the JFXs and shit. Yes, big time. So an FX saved my life in Monterey. Dude, I was doing like AFF or video or some shit, and I hooked it low because we're trying to get back on the King here. Dude, Monterey Bay, they stack five loads at once. Okay? You have them waiting? F- fucking waiting. <sighs> and the plane beats you down, dude. So you go, you go tandem, tandem, video, AFF, tandem, right? You brief everybody before you get on the plane. You hook up your tandems. You shoot your intro videos. You do your AFF student. What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? Then you get on the plane. When you land, hey, high five, drop your rig, next rig, on the plane. He's waiting for you. It takes off. It's on the ground before you land again. Five loads, hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes. Don't, don't, I'm not fucking around. Five loads Where's in an this? hour and a half, son. No Shit, every load's the 18,000 feet. Every load's the 18,000 feet. What's the elevation? So, zero. It's Monterey Bay, dude. It's on the water. You're Oh, it's probably 100 feet up or something. Oh, well, that is, I mean, 200 it's feet up, dude. You're on the ocean. Every load, 18 grand. Halt, dude, the King Air would pass clouds, man. It's, I love that fucking plane. That's the plane I'm trying to get right now. Yeah, the, I know you are. Hey, yeah, I forget the fucking plane of that whole story. <laughs> Yo, dude. Uh, so Monterey, where is that what your first drop zone? No, no, no. I'd go out there in the winters when Oklahoma would freeze over and I couldn't eat. Uh, I was waiting tables again. I was like, I gotta get a fucking job. So I'd go out to Cali and fly around. Man, what was the point of Monterey Bay? You don't remember? Okay. So what's that? Okay, we got a video. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Swooping. We were talking about sight picture. We were talking about sight picture. Sight picture. Oh yeah, that's I hit the fucking ground. So I'm turning yeah, I'm turning loads on the FX. I'm turning loads. I had the velocity and the FX. Right? The velocity is not as forgiving as that old FX, that Icarus FX. It's like a it's it's really stable in carves and like tricks. Like you can let go of the toggles, put your hands on your hips. That motherfucker is stable. It's stable. It's stable as fuck. This one time I came out from a four fifty low. Like you know when you accept it. You're like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I just yeah. fucking stabbed and held, and I thought the wing was going to buckle, and I'm going in. It leveled out and shot forward like a fucking Slingshot. bullet, son. And everybody was like, yeah. I was like, I almost died. When you pucker your butthole, you know you've done a good swoop. <laughs> when you think you're going to get killed, that's when that's and you come it, out of yeah. it, you're like, that oh. is the sickest shit in the world. Man, every time I watch Kurt, Kurt Bartholomew. Bartholomew, PD. Factory team, a, a god in our sport. By the, the way, if you the, don't know this Jordan, person, the you Kobe go online. Bryant, whoever the fuck you want to compare him. Shout to. out to his beautiful, amazing wife as well. So, yep. she, they both, they both. This Bart- hard, Bartholomew's right? the killer. Uh, yeah. Alter ego, baby. Alter ego. Team fast Alter tracks. ego. Fast right. tracks. Man. Look him up. YouTube. So he and Jeannie both throw it down hard. But I know that even talking to Kurt right now with his six thousand, seven thousand, eight thousand jumps and all his swoops. He scares himself, and when he scares himself, that's when he that's gets when a good he swoop. wins. Holy like holy fuck. shit, you know, like you had. There's the corner, 
and being in that corner and getting that slingshot effect and making it actually happen, you know? It's is, like taking a right turn at 90 miles an hour. Right on the freeway, right? <laughs> the freeway, like the one little turnaround, and, and like, you you gotta make it. And yeah. if you don't make it, it's pure death. That's what swooping yeah. is. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. So we're talking about side pictures. Uh, this is early in your swooping. Where you, you at? You're, 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 you're two seventies at this video, but where were you at? Where are you at now? What are you throwing? I can. I'm working on four. You know, four well, four fifties, but but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. but they're light and no big flare at the at the top. You know, I'm not I'm not shutting down. Oh, and you're big, not all aggressive no, anymore. Just, just just getting in the harness. Oh. I'm going downwind. Hey, these cats watch the PD Factory videos. <laughs> they fucking stall their parachutes so they're like buckling. They grab their fronts and pull them. And they put their fucking toes in the fronts and uh, stand up and just <laughs> dive at the ground like this. <laughs> like, dude, what are you guys doing? You're like, I saw Kurt Bartholomew swoop that hotel. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. That is that is how I learned is uh, definitely the <laughs> shutdown. It's a it's a powerful swoop. It's it is a powerful swoop, but it's 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 dude. When you're learning, that shit is not always accurate. No, and it hasn't been accurate for me. If you want to. Actually, yeah, it's fucking yeah, that dive is like it could be 200 feet, it could be 80 feet, yeah. it could be 300 feet. Now, uh, there is a thing with doing the same dive at the same height and not just what you think is the same height. You actually got to like look at the oh, altimeter. Oh, you got to look. Yeah. So if, if you notice in the video, I don't actually look at the altimeter at all. I'm just like, okay, I'm above the hill because there's a hill on the backside of uh, Lone Star <laughs> oh, and shit. it's like it got a nice slope. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a perfect. I'm going to swoop down that little slope and look at oh. a little badass coming out of this little pocket. Oh, my God. At this God. time, I probably had like <laughs> 300, probably 300 oh. 270s. Had just started probably four months before that, four, five months before that. I was starting 270s. Dude, 270s. Yeah. All right, here we go. So he sets up Skydive Lone Star, baby. So the 270, you're doing uh, 90 to 180. Is it, how do you break it down? See, that's people. Did you learn to ever throw a 180? Yeah, I had to start at fucking 45, so shit. Oh, wow. See, I didn't do Here we go. Uh, wow. Yeah. And then, oh, oh God. Bam. So, yeah, that let's watch good. that again. This is the dude right here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch me. I'm cool. Dude, this is one of those uh, hold my beer moments. Right here, when I'm in the dive, I'm like, oh, this is going to be the best soup of my life. <laughs> And I'm on, I'm on like a night. Look at it, look. Okay, this is Melanie Johnson's old canopy. Boom. So this is, this is this badass chick that's from like Melanie. Stark skydiving. She's been skydiving forever. Melanie's the Sorry, shit. Sorry, you're not that old, Melanie, but you've been skydiving forever. Hey, and, she's uh, made it in like four of my paintings. She's shredding. Right, she does shred. Yeah, she's she a shredder. So I got this old canopy from her boyfriend, Keith Commander, who he wanted some swoop Shout shorts. Out to Keith. Shout out to Keith, my boy. So he was like, hey, I'll give you this canopy for them swoop shorts. I'm like, all right, that's a great deal to me. And then I tried Boom. to go kill myself on it. Yeah. What, what is the canopy? Uh, I think it's a uh, FX Extreme. Yeah, it's an FX, FX Extreme. Extreme. What's that? 90? 89. Yeah. It's an 89. 89 or 90. Yeah, it's right in there. Yeah. Um, so my first cross canopy was from Axel Zoman. Rest in peace. Uh, shout out Axis 21, Yoko Gzaki. Yoko. Uh, yes, Axel, Axel Zoman, man. Axel. So um, broke man. as fuck. I want a cross brace. I've been flying this 120 Sabre one that I got for 200 bucks, like 300 skydives. Dude, I'm fucking 450s, 90s, 180s, hooking it, rear riser landings, downwinding, cutting it away because it's a $200 parachute. I'm like, yeah, yeah you want to go to handle it. So I contact Axel, and he has an FX89, and it's like 700, 800 bucks. I was like, oh man, I can get it. I contacted him. I go, I got five, man. <laughs> you know, I was broke as fuck. I was like, I got five. He's like, okay, I'll work with you. 
something happened. I was like, dude, I got like 350. I was like, I, I can't do it. He goes, man, just send me what you got. I was like, dude, I've only got 350. He's like, just send me what you got. Send him 350 bucks. Wow. 300 bucks. Dude, I'm probably lying. It was probably like 200 bucks, man. Like, Axel's a good soul, and yeah. I, we miss him. He hey, was dude, an amazing, amazing person. Sent me a brand sweet. new, crispy, sponsored fucking canopy that he flew ah. for one year. Wow. First cross brace. That motherfucker saved my life over and over again on these hard-ass turns and shit, learning how to fucking carve and wing over. Dude, I did my first 180 carves on that shit. You go downwind and carve around and come back 180. That motherfucking parachute. Then Axel later hired me at iFly. Oh, is that who hired you? That's who hired me. I oh, went wow. in the interview with a broken fucking leg from a tandem. Dude, I drove down from Oklahoma City to Austin. Were you married? Yeah, she was there. Um, I was taking my oldest son home to Houston, right? Wow. Um, dude, I applied. So I woke up one day. I was like, man, I don't want to travel anymore in the winters. I need an all-year-round job or this is not going to work for skydiving. Like, but I want to fly all year round. I'm like, I'm not going to give up and go back to work. What the no. fuck? What I look like? No. Yeah, not doing that. So I woke up one day and I was like, I applied to every fucking tunnel in the country. And I just started working at Skydive Dallas. And the winter was coming up and Ryan Risberg was there. And Ryan wow. Risberg worked at Skydive Colorado with Zach Sable, Josh Ryan. Evans, fucking Mikey Silva. And he's like, oh, we got your application, blah, blah, blah. I'll help you out, whatever. Right? I didn't hear anything about it, but I'm hanging out with Aaron Necessary. Um, Aaron Necessary, Mike Silva, their names are get my name's getting passed around. They say that I should help open Austin. So I get hired to open Austin. But a couple months before that, I had broken my leg on a tandem because I listened to the SNTA who told me to stop hooking them in. But you got to put something on those motherfuckers or you come straight in. Yeah. So I so. came straight in. This little chubby dude couldn't get his legs up, so I'm kicking my legs underneath his. Like, legs up. He's like, I can't, I can't. Ah. We land on my left leg. Snap. Oh, dear. And I learned that day I wasn't a hero. I've said this on the show before, but I, I did a couple hundred skydive tandems after that, but I was like, my heart wasn't in it anymore, you know? I was like, that dude just walked away and went on with his life, and, and I was fucked. Yeah, yeah, I was. And no, there's no assistance for skydivers. There's no fucking insurance. There's, nobody's quick, coming to your rescue, dude. Shout out to all our uh, tandem instructors in our sport. Fuck yeah. Without guys, you guys, man. honestly... They don't get enough credit. Like uh, tandem instructors, they don't necessarily know how to fly their body because, let's face it, tandems don't teach you anything. So right. having 4,000 tandems doesn't really mean anything. It, it means but, a lot, but not for body flight. Right. It means right. a lot for the sport, and it means a lot for their canopy skills and their Canopy skills and hooking people on safety. It's fucked it, up shit. It happens to those guys, not us, you know? Right. Those guys deal with fucked up shit. Yeah. So shout out to all our tandems in the uh, sport. Those guys are holding it down, making us where we can skydive because without them, they do 4.5 million skydives in the U.S. annually for just our our general public, you know? T.I.s, baby. T.I.s. Yeah. I they're love T.I.s, son. I, I've said before, man, if you're not working in the sport and realize what it is to turn, load, shoot video, do a tandem, strap some people on, talk to people, you're not really skydiving. You're just holding hands with your friends trying to look cool. Yeah. And you're not, I mean, you're lacking of some, some of the community yeah. because the hardcores are on the packing floor and sweating and changing rigs really and are. pitching in on lunch, right? Same with our packers. You know? Now, you guys are overpaid. I'm going to say that. <laughs> Straight <laughs> up. that. To all my packers, packers you're over fucking packers. paid. Just today, Jeremy. Shout out to Jeremy. Saved my life. I owe him a bottle of whiskey. I, I haven't paid him yet, which I feel bad about going to him today. But that dude helped me hook, hook up a canopy today. Dude charged me 40 bucks. He to got hook me. up a fucking canopy? Well, I put him on the spot. I was like, can you do this real quick? He's like, yeah, sure, for double the money. I was like, okay, so it's 20 bucks. He's like, 20, but then another 20 for making me do it now. 
So Oh, that's your fault. That's it's my fault in a way, but that's also the community. Like I'd have said, know. No, bitch, hook my canopy. <laughs> what the fuck, man? He just said you can you can hook it up yourself and do it downstairs, not in my rigging loft. So I yeah, wouldn't yeah. use him, but yeah, he was great. Yeah. He did a great job. Of course he did. But you know, you know how they are. They yeah. want to. They want to get you for every every dollar they can when they know they have to. A, man, they're eating ramen. It was soup, raining. Living in it a trailer and today, shit. Yeah, yeah he's like forty bucks. Fuck you. <laughs> I ain't touching that. You want to fly that Leia? Forty bucks. Yeah. So you just got a Leia. Yeah, I did. What's your canopy progression? You started off. Oh, uh, you first don't even want to go here with. I if, do because Chuck Akers is going to be listening. He's going to be like, that dude will never be an STA. <laughs> Shout out Chuck, man. Chuck, we love Chuck. Honestly, guys, if you don't know who your regional director is, you need to go find this guy and you need to go on one, at least one Chuckway. If you've never been on a Chuckway, it's something that you got to do. It's it's part of the sport. That's yeah, just another yeah. part of it. You need to do a Chuckway. You can find him in Skydive Spaceland Houston, right. man, yeah. out in Rochelle, Texas. Shout out Steve Boy. Dope, man. Yeah, Chuck's a um, radio host, too. He's like he's a fucking well-rounded dude. He's actually dude. a little badass. He's yeah, he's a well-rounded motherfucker. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, man. He tries to live that quiet married life right now, but we know secretly down inside he's been a he's little- He's dying. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I'm ready to go do something really crazy and bad here. Yeah. But he's, got a, he's also our director, so he's got to so be good. Chill. At least yeah. for a couple of years. Piling chilled out for he, like two or three years. He's rode my ass a few times. He's got, I've gotten in trouble with Chuck and had that had the Chuck talk. Yeah, um, I've, I've got a through you guys Chuck talk. Like, well, I was going to do that shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he, he means it all in good fun and, yeah, and it's good all faith. Good, you know, Chuck. I forgive you, Chuck. Yeah. I'm from the old school, man. I don't need signatures and shit. I just say what I do. <laughs> oh, my God. Did he call you at that? No, they called Joe. Oh, it's yeah, so funny. Yeah, that's funny. So, um, canopy progression, man. What was canopy your first progression. Canopy? Mine's going to be the worst progression you've ever heard of. Okay, what was the first? Okay, so the first rig I bought. And no, no, no. First canopy. First jump. First skydive. Oh, fuck. I think uh, 230. A 230 what? Saber uh, 2 probably. Probably sure. Saber 2 from yeah, Faceland. Quality gear. by Quality PD. gear. Beautiful gear. 230, 210. Uh, what would that be? Uh, 190. 190. Yeah, you're right. So you so made I went a to pretty 190. good progression. So your first canopy bought was like a 135. And no, so my first canopy was a 190, all black with one green cell, only one green cell, all black canopy. Ghost squads from birth. Everybody hated on me. Nobody could see you. I'm like, it's the size of a fucking boat. If you can't see me, you're blind because this shit's huge. Dude, I fly like, all black, so yeah. yeah, you do. You fly solid black. You actually, you are hard to see. <laughs> you don't need to see me, so I'm going no, right no, by I you. Did, I just see you when you land. <laughs> I'm going right by yeah. you, son. You're like those uh, those stealth bombers and stuff that you guys trying to, to use over Russia. You gotta hear me, son. We, we bought the metal from Russia and built our own planes, and now we spy on them with their own metal. <laughs> and I'm flying that <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah, All right. So, um, so yeah, so I went from 190, 170, uh, one, and then I went pilot uh, route. So I ended up doing 169, uh, 149. I skipped 139, went to 129, 129 to a 124 cross brace uh, JFX. JFX, 124 cross brace. Who to introduced a, you to the JFX? What's that? Who introduced you to the JFX? Uh, Keith Commander. 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 He was like, go JFX. He's an bro. Icarus dude. Yeah, he's an Icarus yeah. dude. Die hard. And and he's you know progressed on there. On pretty much only their canopies. Okay. So I did that uh, 124, which is an older model. Usually don't see one in that size. Uh, took a uh, alter ego course with Jeannie and Kurt on that nice. 124. Progressed big time. Took another course on it in Florida with them. And then that weekend, I found somebody who had a 99 uh, FX Extreme. I bought a... What's the difference between the Extreme and the FX? 
Uh, and the J. The Extreme, FX Extreme was like 1990s version, and JFX was the newer version. Okay. Um, so it was just the same JFX, but just older, right? Different, is it trimmed different? I think it was trimmed different differently, but I wouldn't, put on, uh, I wouldn't put on 300 HMAs and trimmed it to be like a JFX. I don't know if you're supposed to do that. I won't, I won't shout out to my rigger, but he's the shit. I'm shouting out to you. Yeah, secret shout rig. out, son. To my secret rigger. This rigger will put dial loops on my reserve because I never want to give up the swoop. And I've had yeah, so many cutaways this year. So yeah. I got dive loops on my. Uh, uh, do on you? My, yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's dude. Ridiculous. This guy's a shit. Yeah, I know so, who he is. Yeah, he's yeah. the fucking man. I'll he's the you man. right now. I saw you a week ago, motherfucker. Yeah, he knows who he is. So, yo, man. Um, and then I just, uh, I just progressed from that down to a 99, down to a 90. And then went 90 back up to 94 JFX, uh-huh. 94 JFX to 89 Leia and 84 uh, VK, HVK, the hybrid VK. Nice. Which, shout out to Bo for introducing me to PD. Now all I want to do is, uh, like, I like Icarus, but damn it, I, wanna, I, want, some, I want some VKs in Hey, my you life. heard it here. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Ah, you fucking heard this shit the whole time. PD, baby. PD, PD baby. Come on, PD. Yeah. He introduced me to PD. Man, yeah. it, are they not the fucking greatest things that you've ever touched in your life uh absolutely insane doing a barrel roll up high trying to get a, a wing under me with my shadow i was like oh let's see if it'll work oh it be works. careful it fucking works it fucking and, works and if you don't do it all the way around it's not you know so it's it's amazing so if i've got that one good save on the fx i've got 50 on the velocity oh for sure bad situations that have fucking kept me alive i don't like their openings though man uh you know what it is you don't like um okay i'm not gonna say that it may be your knees. It may be your legs body position? flailing. So, no, so I mean, body position is like thrown around like it was your body position. No. Your body position may have been fine through deployment. Okay? It may have been fine. But if your legs are loose in your harness and you're doing all this shit as a parachute opens, imagine a harness turn. You just dip your knee and you're going, right? So if you're doing this and the parachute's not inflated, you're fucking it up, man. If you watch my openings, I lock my knees. I look up, dude, my parachute opens on heading most of the time. It's still a velocity, but it's not those crazy openings you see all the time because I don't allow my legs. It's the old base jump oh. thing, man. You lock your knees, get your fucking hips together. Yeah, and hold your body just position. Just hold your body position. Yeah. But people are flailing and shit, and they're like, oh, the parachute I, sucks. I just don't like to have gear for and- Sell your parachute to me if you don't like your velocity, goddamn it. Velocities are good, but have you jumped? Have you jumped the, the no, Valkyries or the No, uh, I'm not touching them until I can afford to buy one. Uh, it's Christmas time, wife. <laughs> We're going snowboarding. Ain't no Velocities. Valkyries of my future, dog. Yeah, kids, you got kids. Dog. That's what I felt, man. Hey, I PD, PD, PD. Hey, so shout out to my boy Waz <laughs> over here. Need a sponsorship. If sponsorship for PD. I'll talk about your parachute BK. all day. I'll talk about your company all day. Hey, so um, we love parachutes. Parachutes are amazing. Parachutes are amazing. You're the one who's teaching all these guys how to run off mountains and freaking. It's be- It's a beautiful thing. So here's my question: Why do you set them on fire? Oh, oh. So that's a controversy thing. On uh, <laughs> that's very controversial. On, uh, on I Facebook, think it's fucking great, man. How many burns you got so far? Uh, I've done three so far that have been successful. Yeah. Uh, so a few that, other when you that do that those three, dry. how many other people are on the low burning canopies? So when we first started, we only do one per load, so it's very, very expensive. You know, you have to pay right. for everything to make this happen. Uh, but now we figured out how to create containers that hold multiple canopies. You have three different buckets, whatever, but they're all strapped in. And they all have a different length on the on the seatbelt, and the canopy itself with the fuel in a bucket. When you jump out, it start it pulls a suction, so you need to have the bucket in the right position so it doesn't pull fuel all over the inside of the plane. All this kind of stuff. So. 
we figured it now to where we can get three at a time. I'd like to make it more, which I'm actually, uh, I can't really go too in depth on the exact things we're doing, but we're working on a method to have it where they can be already in bags per se on tertiary canopies and kind of like a static line to where once you leave the plane, the canopy's wet, soaked and ready to burn. Uh, and it'll so, last so, so what we're saying is, what we're saying is, has that picture been up yet? Okay. So what we're saying is, all you skydivers that are like, you know, working hard, saving up, taking extra shifts, working overtime to buy canopies and gear. <laughs> There's an asshole in Texas lighting motherfuckers on fire yeah. left and right. And if you can't find anything on dropzone.com because they burnt like fucking 12 of those canopies, dog. These Texas boys are out of their fucking minds. <laughs> Hold on, before we get into this shit... Yo, they soak them in kerosene? So it, so there's a, a ratio that we try to do. We use diesel and jet fuel and a little bit of gasoline. All right, all right, back but to it me. has to be the right Hold on, let's, let's do this shit. Yo, these boys in Texas are soaking canopies in diesel fuel and shooting them with flares. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's why y'all can't find parachutes, son. So oh, there's man. actually a funny story to this canopy that I burned, this last one I burned. Um, I was out of canopies to burn, right? And I'm trying, I'm trying to like, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to set shit on fire, and only I have is like a couple thousand dollar worth of canopies. And I'm trying to set like two hundred fifty, three hundred dollar canopies on fire. Okay. So I asked my girlfriend, who's amazing. Shout out to my girlfriend, Linda. She's amazing. What Love up, Linda? Death. So I'm like, hey, babe, you know, you got that canopy? Let me borrow it, kind of thing. And it's her older canopy. She's like, she's like, yeah, it kind of has like a long snivel. I'm like, a long snivel. You weigh like 95 pounds. Like, what's your snivel? She's like, I don't know, like a thousand feet. I'm like, Jesus, girl, right? You're riding a thousand foot snivel. That's taking a few seconds. Like, that's taking a while. That's right? pucker up. Yeah, like I'm like, you check your altitude. Open. Look at your canopy. Yeah. Check your altitude. Look at your canopy. So she likes her canopy, but she wasn't in love with her canopy. So I had to uh, ask to borrow it, and I told her that you know this canopy has no cascading lines. And she's like, so what does that do anything? And I was like, well, it's, it's really dangerous. It can set on fire easily. And she's like, what do you mean? It can't set on fire easily. I'll show you. Can I go jump it? And she goes, yeah, you can go jump it. So I jumped it and filmed it catching on fire and sent it to her. And I was like, see, I told you it catches on fire quick. <laughs> if you go fast enough, it yeah. catches on fire. <laughs> she's mad for about an hour, but she's all good now. <laughs> hey, I saw that video where you shot through the slider. Oh, my God. <laughs> Set my arm on fire. Dude, so the canopy's soaked, right? And he gets out of the plane, and it's open. And instead of pulling the slider down, like on this picture right here, you can tell they didn't shoot. No, you can tell there's a hole in that one. Oh, you shot through the slider on that yeah, one? Yeah, that's the same picture. Oh, that was like right before it exploded? Yeah. That motherfucker <laughs> exploded. It really did. And it, it exploded. It exploded. We laughed our fucking asses off, dog. I fell out of my chair. That shit was like, <laughs> Dude, it it uh it was as loud and as big as you think it was to me too. It was it was insane. <laughs> I wanted away from it, but I it actually went with me when I started to fall. I saw that. I saw that shit, man. Pretty hey, crazy. It burned up instantly. Yeah, it did. They all do. Those are dope. So now I've got some new ideas to start using some kind of like uh, I guess uh, tampons or something that has a sticky side and some kind of absorbent side, and I want to line the inside of them. And make it to where it'll last longer. And then I want to get out and have a couple of my boys like you and a couple of other guys with the uh, flare guns yourself. Shooting at out. you? And then I try to get away and you're all chasing me until y'all shoot me. Until we shoot you, yeah. dog. And the fuel will hold because it's on, on that padding. But if you don't, it'll evaporate too quick. Okay. But 
I think D- we could somebody do was it. gonna shoot you in your fucking man bun. Well, so uh, I'm not gonna say who it was, but I'm pretty sure Constantine got shot in the face by somebody. But did he? Yeah, yeah, pretty close. Um, but they were they had pretty good. Shout aim. out to Constantine. I, yeah, shout out to Constantine. He loves to burn shit too. Yeah, he burns shit like yeah. crazy. But his uh, his wouldn't catch on fire, and so one of his buddies uh, decided flew to by and tried yeah. to shoot it. Yeah. Uh, maybe I could say it. I don't know. I'm just gonna say it. Curtis. Did he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking legend, right? <laughs> Of like course. flies by, he's like, it's not on fire. So he goes out and shoots it for him, right? Like, boom, boom, I'm going to get you on fire. And there wasn't enough fuel. How many rounds are in the flare? Just one, uh, right? Flare holds one, but you can take it out, and we all carry two or three extra ones so just in clink, case. Clink, clink. So you're trying to just empty it and put one in. But I've got a, uh, I've got a little SBR shotgun, a little short barrel shotgun that I built years ago, and it's legal. It's got, it's got the paperwork on it. Whatever. But it's double barrel. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I want to freaking it's start taking that. It's this big, but it's legal, yeah, I got paperwork. So I can just kind of... And try to shoot through it and double shoot or something. That, yeah, I'm down for it. Do you think, you think there'll be fire? So the flechette shell is uh-huh. uh, is phosphorus. So the majority oh. of the shell is just burning, burning. hot. Uh, whatever it, you could even yeah. shoot into water and it'll just burn in water. Right, right, right. Wow. So it'll catch it on fire. So man, let's talk about what was that? What what is that video right there, Eric? Oh wow! So we're at Tora Tora. That was a Tora Tora boogie. Uh, did you find a? What are you looking for? Oh, uh, those are Tora Tora. What helicopter being in, uh, was that? That's an MI eight. Yeah, so it's Russian an MI eight Russian helicopter. It holds uh, twenty eight oh, people. Holy fuck! Super badass. But and out there where we're at in um, Budapest, Hungary, it is super cold over over Lake Balaton. And yeah, he'll say my left 90s, I guess. I don't know what she's watching, but they're all pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they're all pretty good. <laughs> hey, anything you can find on my page, it has to be good. I posted it. Uh, that's fucking funny. Oh, so that's just the take. I'm actually trying to bring this helicopter for Ghost Squad uh, 2019. There's only one in the U.S. Oh, there is one here. There's one here. And it's it's really hard uh, to get it locked down because, of course, they use it for big forestry service and, and big companies use it. But. I'm trying to get it locked down for May. We'll see if this uh this go ahead and falls through for us. But um yeah, it's twenty six people. I'd love to have a fly for life camp. Shout out to my boy Luis Panetta. Shout Panetta. out to Luis Panetta. Shout, shout out to all of Fly for Life. But really Fuck Luis, yeah, boys, man, I'll be out there you hold it you. down. Yeah, if you guys don't know Fly for Life and you want to learn what angles are, angle week, angle camps, going to uh plug and play, you need to uh check out going to Sebastian and, and Z or I'm sorry, Sebastian and uh What's the other one right down the road from Sebastian? Deland. Deland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deland and Sebastian. Those are the two places that got some really dope shredders out there. What were you doing in Hungary? Uh, so I went for this to learn about this helicopter to try to bring this to the U.S. So I went out there. I spent a couple weeks out there. I made like 63 skydives in, in Budapest, Hungary, and just traveled around a couple different drop zones, checked out the city. Uh, I, I didn't know this either that Buda and Pest is actually two cities. It's not Budapest one city. Oh, okay. So it's actually Buda and then Pest, and they're separated by the water. And it's the most amazing architecture you've ever seen in your life. It's some of the most beautiful stuff ever there. You've traveled all around the world. I Flying. have. Uh, a, yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so what's the coolest kind of, place you've been, do you think? I know to put you on the oh, spot's man. tough, but. If, like if you had like hey you could go back there for so I've got Dubai coming up and so I don't want to say anything until I visit Dubai and actually scout up the palm but uh, from everywhere I've been in South America to like Europe to the U S regions and stuff I'd have to say Germany is my ultimate favorite food from breakfast to dinner why uh, they're healthy and their stuff is real like real eggs you know it's 
it's very normal to get uh, cucumbers and tomatoes and fruit for breakfast and also eggs and really badass. It's just it's just badass. Is it? Budapest uh, was the most beautiful city ever. Like going there and Czech Republic, going to the Czech Republic is absolutely the same. Like seeing Prague, seeing the castles, amazing. Uh, drop zones, amazing. Their efficiency at a drop zone is absolutely unreal. You get your own badge when you go there. You end up owning a badge. It has your a picture of you. It's like your driver's license. And then to manifest for a load, you actually swipe your badge, get your ticket, leave your badge hanging, go make a skydive. When you return, you have to pick up your badge or they think you, you've landed off. So oh, that's that. fucking amazing. Yeah, and you can't buy a ticket unless you have money on your account. So the manifest lady doesn't have to be like, well, I'll let you slide. No, I won't. You slide. Like It's literally either money's on your account and the machine works or there's no money on your account and the machine doesn't work. Well, no, no, just the whole tag thing yeah and the made tag it back is like so load. they know that you made it back from a load is absolutely you know, your incredible tag has and, um, your phone number and contact got information and you hang it up hey, that check that out return, guys that's fucking that dope yep, and they start looking for you right away that's dope that was budapest uh that's pretty much everywhere in europe i've ever been that's had a drop zone has this uh uh manifest boxes where they, you just get a ticket right from the box and leave your your id badge that shows who you are right on um, so what's your favorite food after being around the world, you can have anything you wanted. Oh, South man. America, Europe, I US. still have to say sushi is ultimate yeah. in life. I just freaking love sushi. I'm actually, when I leave here, I'm going to go have sushi. Where? I don't know. You can want to go with me? Kind of. Yeah. So where have you eaten sushi the best? Like, Oh, my gosh. New York. New York. New York's been the best. Yeah. Right I, I, I believe that was... Uh, Sogo Chi, Sogo Chi. I'm probably messing. I'm probably butchering uh-huh. the name. Uh, very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely good experience though. The best, the best, the best. Yeah, it's the best. Sweet. Yeah. So where would you live? Uh, I've lived in. No, Spain. where would you live? Oh, where would I live? Yeah. Oh man, I would say Budapest. Really, Hungary. Yeah, Hungary would be where I'd go. Uh, the job zones there are really busy. The people are amazing. Uh, there's money there. Okay. Uh, if it was tunnel and stuff, I'd say Germany because Fly Spot, you know, Fly Station and Fly Spot are both amazing. Sorry, Fly Station is my favorite for the drop zone, for the door, the the, the top like, door. Store. Yeah, it's like you jump that. 70, oh, yeah. 75 feet, uh, blast up into the little door and then jump out and do like a big fat layout into the tunnel. Well, does it just feel like you're just jumping off the wall or does it feel different? Oh, no, it's pretty different because it's actually way, the, way, way up there. And okay. so when you look down, it's not like at the woodlands where you think the woodlands is tall, right? right. Single story is like super tall. It's basically twice the woodlands. No so shit. It's it's ridiculously tall and ridiculously powerful. So uh, my boy, <laughs> all right, Rory says, uh, you're not going to fly at 100% when you get to Europe. I'm like, boy, I'm going to fly at 100%. I fly at every ton 100%. Right. <laughs> Dude, I hit 94% and I couldn't go up. There was no way. I was penciled out and oh, was, mean down, my body yeah. was just living. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't go any higher in speed. Oh, and keep myself down because it was it just so, so strong, powerful, so strong, yeah. so strong. It would really, actually, really, really, really hurt you, right? Like, right, stupid strong. Your flex is like getting stretched to the limit. Holy like, shit! And they leave it the like that, and they they like it like that, you know. But uh, honestly, a lot of Europe guys fly that low, low speed. speed. That's like, why I was like surprised yeah, they haven't so, turned up so hard. But they, it is that strong that they can turn it up, and it's that top door is like nothing. You blast up, you'll miss that door and go right into the turning man. Oh and fuck! Knock it in. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's powerful. Oh, that's fucking crazy, but man! Really cool to have those uh, trap doors there in Europe. So, what do you think about the European style? Uh, 
Okay, so European tunnel to European flying. The European tunnel, you know, they don't trip about a wristband. I was there for like a huge, huge camp. I didn't get a wristband until the last day. They're like, oh, you don't have a wristband? Oh, we want you to have one. Here right. you go. And like threw me a wristband. But that was after like 10 days of flying in their tunnel, right? Uh, when it comes to the flying aspect, I love it more. I think in America, we're in a rush. We want to be head down. So these guys grab the net, hold on the net, flip upside down, look at their instructor. And the instructor says, turn the wind up, turn the wind up. And now you hold his hands and you try to get him to come up off the net and fly. Right. That's just people being ambitious and hungry and wanting it really fast when they really haven't learned all this other range of what their body can do. I agree. Once you become like a pro flyer, you have a shitload of jumps. Belly flying is normal. Like we go out and do gangster jumps. We do belly and back every day. Every time, yeah. You know, it's not like a only head down. But when they first get into it, think head down is what looks cool in the videos. That's what's going to be what I want to get to get my progression. In Europe, they don't teach it like that. They teach belly and back carving from the slowest speed to the highest speed. What is belly carving at 95%? Right, it's head down out phase. Yeah, yeah. head down out phase, right? Right. What is uh, in face carving at, you know, 95%? It's the same thing. You know, you're either back carving at 70% staying afloat or your back doesn't need to be in the wind because it's so strong you can sit on your shoulders and the rest of your body. Right. So they teach it that way. Then they teach layouts. After layouts, they teach the stall in the middle and kind of float down and then recover. Right. So then they start to turn the wind up and they can go from a, you know, from in face out face to a flare and then stall in the middle and they hold head down and then they start taking dogs. Right. And that's how they learn because it's more a progression on the actual person versus you can fly head down, but nobody can be in the tunnel. You got to be able to have full room and you're flipping upside down in a static position. Look at the camera like. Is that really flying, or you just paid all this money to get a damn photo? Right, a photo. You know, because well, really, you I know. can get you in the position, like hold you from afar. We get in like a sheep stick and just like, watch out, watch out. like don't move. <laughs> hold him from the front, hold him from the back. Right, right, right. Get your picture ready. But oh. um, yeah, it is a rush. There's no way around that. It is a yeah. rush. But um, you know, getting stable on the net, getting out of the plane does translate. And it, but it does, okay. it rushes, it fast forwards you instead of you learning how to fly. Right. I agree, hundred percent. I think that's the same thing with the uh, belly and back angle. Everyone wants to go, oh, I want to angle. Well, have you flat tracked? Well, that's not angle flying, so I'm not going to do it. Well, if you go ask Luis Pranetta, flat tracking is angle flying on a different angle. Right. It's still angle flying. The angle starts from this 90 degree to this 90 degree and anywhere in between. And then it can actually be reversed and you use all of this 90 degree to right. this 90 degree. Right, and then somewhere in between, they might bring another section of ninety degree, or another ninety degree, or all one three hundred sixty. All the way degrees. around. Right. That's how we fly at Lone Star. Right. Exactly. So, the progression is really. I think people need to dedicate more time to belly and back. I think that's the key, honestly. Right. Um, no. 100%. And being proficient in it at slow speed and high speed. Right. If you can't fly at, so I see people jump in and carve, whipping it around ninety five percent all the time, but the wind gets knocked down to seventy and they're having trouble. And that's me yeah. too. You know, I don't put enough time into it. But you should have so much time to where you can go flat at a high speed and then back into a steep, steep angle. Right. And same with a low speed. You should be able to go from a I will flat say to a steep. The low speed is like doing a plank for fucking however long you're flying. It's so hard, dog. <laughs> it is so hard. To stay it's straight. like yeah. hold it for a back belly. But yeah. hey, when you turn that wind up, you're a beast at it. Yeah. It's fucking sick. So um, we had a helicopter for a while. Do you have a helicopter, first helicopter drop zone in Texas? Uh, first exclusive helicopter drop zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty fucking sick. Um, what's next for Ghost Squad? 
Next for Ghost Squad. So uh, we've got a pretty big river swoop coming up. This uh-huh. is an event that's going to be on the Colorado River going from Bastrop, Texas to Smithville, Texas. Hitting five separate locations on sand dunes, doing like a inter, you know, beginner to intermediate to expert kind of swooping area, being a little bit more complicated. Uh, only a special invite for that deal, but uh, you know, it's set up for people in the industry. And we're working on sponsorships for it now. We've got PD, a couple of people involved that are going to come out and help us with that. Uh, Bo is going to be out there, which would be great. He's going to kind of help with some safety issues and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we've got the U.S. or I'm sorry, the uh, LCRA, Lower Colorado Authority, coming out. They're going to run airboats to make sure people aren't landing in the in the river and getting nice. swept under currency and stuff. Uh, but then big events is the MI8, working on the MI8 coming out in May or June of 2019, uh-huh. and uh, having a boogie with about 120 people. Uh, so it's ex- it's small and exclusive again. You right, know, right. Like, Everything you do is kind of invited. Yeah, I don't like to do just open doors, because I've done one or two like that, and then the helicopter was so overwhelmed that people were getting pushed back on their jumps. Right, I remember. And they don't like that, that you know. Yeah, they yeah. would rather, yeah, exactly, you were there for that. They'd rather have it where it's exclusive. They know how many jumps they're getting. They get eight jumps a day, four days in a row, and they go home. Right, right, right. Yeah, Super dope. Yeah. Man. And this dude, man, I, I, I was used to paying $65, $70 a helicopter jump. It was $25. That's right. We charge 25 We always oh, are trying to keep it 25 Man, it was the most beautiful thing. I tried to get on that every load I possibly could. It was super dope, man. It was really dope. Watching you swoop out there is awesome. It's that super dope, man. Uh, some of my best swoops were between those trees and those <laughs> gates you had. Yeah, the love that. Dude, the helicopter breeds swooping for some reason. It does. It feel like a skydive. Like you're jumping off this thing to go swoop. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you are. You get like a nice exit. And if you're someone like uh, Old Ben River, uh, shout out to Steve Downey. Or if you're uh, like Tom Johnson yeah. or one of those cats that are really come from the VFS era, yeah, those guys will throw three or four points yeah, on the three, hill. Four points it's and so they're like, All right, sick. team swoop, and then they come down like, <laughs> lay it out across the ground. You're like, man. oh shit, they're making the gates at the same time. Yeah, like, those guys are the fucking best. Man. They are the best. They and are. They accept dude. anybody, dude. Yep. You want to come jump with them? Two. As long as you're safe, they'll take you on jumps. And if you're not safe, they're not going to ream your ass. They're just not going to jump with you. They're not going to jump with you anymore. Yeah. It's that easy. You're but not on the, alone, the, yeah. the, the sunrise swoopers. Yeah. yeah uh, Tom will be on the show in a couple of weeks. Steve's been on the show before. I love that guy. Right I on, love man. them both. Tom, Tom, is, Tom is amazing, too. Young cat. You know the cat's younger than both of us, right? Yeah. Crazy. Dude, do you know he's the only one on earth that has flown for the head up and head down records and then jumped them the next year? Worlds. <laughs> He's been the That's pilot sick. and, and the, the jumper. jumper. Dude, get the, uh, Tom Jai. He'll be Riggins. friend of the show. He'll be on the show soon, man. Yeah. Hey, Shout so um, before we get out of here, cool. what advice do you have for new jumpers, man? We're around from all the time. You're out there doing crazy shit, lighting shit on fire. You're trying to freestyle, pass so, the toggle, grab the ground. Yeah, They're watching crash. you. They're watching They're watching. You. So okay, so this is a great question in this in this conversation with uh, I really, really love being on your show. Um, Thanks, man. I love you being on the show. Aww. Savor the moment. Yeah, yeah. Love the progression, not the end goal. If I could say anything to anybody, and and Dakota Meyer, I'm not talking directly to you, bro, because I because I know you came out Love. and you just knock out like 25 jumps a day, and you know he's he's <laughs> he's not like a normal first time jumper. So yeah, I'm not talking about person. you at all. I'm just yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's just gonna do what he does, and that guy's yeah. amazing. Thank you for your service. That guy's absolutely amazing. But uh, you know, not talking about him in, in particular, but everybody else. Uh, they want to get somewhere. They're they're upset that they're not on these super shredder groups and they're not doing these badass crazy angles. Savor the moment and enjoy the jumps you're on because yeah. honestly, that's what it's about. It's not ever about being a badass and being really good because when you get to where we're at, 
we just wish we could savor the moment like those yeah. guys do at 110, fi- 50 jumps. They then they're fucking shitting their pants because they yeah. high fived each other once. Right, 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 exactly. We're executing full dive flows, changing angles, flying tubes, and we get down like, oh, that was. Uh, it was okay. Close. We could have been tighter. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and and we spend the, the same amount of money, if not even more, and we're right. not near as happy as some <laughs> of these kids. Dude, I've jumpers that come down, you know. Uh, Doing a backflip and they come out of that and it's the best thing they've ever done in life. Right. You know? Right. And they're stoked. They're blown you, away. You got to be in it for them as well. You know, you can't right. be like, oh, is this a back? No, you got to be like, oh my God, you're right. And then you think back at your first backflip. That shit myself on my first backflip. Dude. Like, my front flip didn't work. I just kept rolling doing like a Did side, side thing. I was like, don't matter. I could do the backflip. Right, right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. know what plane was that. That was like an otter or oh, some shit. Otter or something. Yeah. But actually, Spaceland, shout out to Spaceland again. Having those uh, sky vans. Yeah. My 18th jump was out of a sky van. Did my uh, check dive and like jump yeah. out of this big old sky van. They're like, Cookie, gonna do a, what was that, gainer? Yeah, you're gonna yeah, do gainer. a gainer. Yeah. I was with uh, John Barry. Nice. Those were sick, you know? Yeah, dude, my first backflip, I was with my buddy Steve Page. Uh, he's a guy who taught me how to disc golf. I was working in a restaurant with him. It was his birthday. We went skydiving together first time, right? Um, <laughs> like, we, we came from a lax, lax drop zone. Awesome, lots of safety, but uh, go fucking do it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. so yeah. um, it was our first like solo jumps, and they're like, you have to do unstable exit, right? Unstable exit. I was like, all right, I'm gonna like front flip. Steve's like, I'm gonna crawl out. We're on the Cessna, right? He's like, I'm gonna crawl on the step, grab my ankles, and backflip off the step. I was like, you can't do that. <laughs> like, you're not allowed to do Watch that. Watch me. And he's like, he's like, I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna hold it for like 20 of them. I was like, dude, you can't do that. He crawled out. He looked at me. We didn't have an instructor on the plane, right? The instructor <laughs> just get over. Just like, dude, he rolled off. I grabbed my angles, rolled off the back of that plane, man. I've never been the same, man. Yeah, backwards you know? are awesome. Backwards right? the shit. Backwards like that's one of those thresholds that shows you. Oh, I can fucking do this shit. Yeah, you, you've I'm never fine. really gotten to do unlimited flips and not worry about smashing your face or like looking right. stupid in front of you. And you're like, I actually just did a bunch of flips and came out of it. Just fine. Just fine. Yeah, yeah, man. So where can people find you? Oh, wow. Uh, so you can find me either at Skydive Lone Star, which is out there in Luling, Texas, working mm-hmm. under Joe and Hillary when uh, when I'm in town. If not, uh, I'll be at your local next boogie. About um, Instagram, boogie Facebook, yeah, you YouTube page. Yeah, we've got a Ghost Squad, Heli. What's my page? I don't even know what my own page is. <laughs> Ghost Squad Heli something. I don't know. It's Ghost Squad something on there. Ghost Squad Heli, Ghost Squad Division. Uh, Michael Eric on Facebook. Definitely look me up. Follow me. I'm yeah, yeah. Doing some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. If you and, guys uh, recognize that helicopter, that's the end scene. I'm yeah. doing a. I'm doing a back like fall out of your helicopter, lose my shit, and scream. Oh shit! Who is like, that right there? Is that Rich? Is I that, don't know who that that's is. That's Coop Rider. That's Rich Coop Rider. Nice man. That guy's a legend in the sport as well. He's been he's been around a while. You're a fucking legend in the sport. One day we'll see. Nah, you're fucking there. Look at the way people look at you when you land, man. They're <laughs> on board, dude. Ghost Squad it. is the shit. Thank you. Yeah, man. Yo, Wazzy Circus Radio. If you haven't done it yet, like and subscribe. Keep your head on a swivel and hook that shit, baby. Learn how to skydive. It'll change your life. It saved mine. Boom. Thanks for having me. The fuck yeah. Track the way